Beyond the Barbell. I'm your host, Mo Dingo, and with me with a red solo cup with a $10 beer <laughs> is Nintendo64. What's up? <laughs> yeah. To go oh. along with our, our gaming headsets. Yeah, man. I'm digging that. Like, even, uh, Nintendo definitely didn't have headsets <laughs> back in the day. Did they? they had was the, was they Xbox had those... the first one to have a headset? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had those controllers you could throw against the wall, and they were Yeah, they were, they were, they those were, things were bulletproof. Yeah. Now it's like you got to gently set yours down, or you're out 60 bones. <laughs> <laughs> or I liked how Xbox changed the size of the um, headphone things from uh, one controller to another and didn't tell anybody. Mm. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Unless Not you had cool. one. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you had the other headset. Yeah. What's up, man? You uh, chilling, chilling with my ten dollar beer in a red solo cup, but I can only drink half because this is another eight percenter. Mo is not making a home. No, I'm gonna have to sleep here on the couch. This is a Southern Tier help help uh, ah. This is a Southern Tier Help on the Way unfiltered double IPA brewed with mango, tropical hops, and lactose. I like it. Yeah, I love the uh, hops and lactose, or the um, mango and lactose for sure. Yeah, yeah the fruitiness is pretty sweet. Is that what you drink on your Vision Quest? <laughs> is it? Maybe I will because this stuff is pretty tasty, and they come in the tall cans. Oh, that's a good beer. Yeah. That could be dangerous. Yeah. So, I I have brought two eight percenters today. I've only drank half of each. So he's had eight percent. Yeah, total eight percent total. So we'll see how long it takes for me to start snorting in this episode. Because <laughs> yeah, last one was pretty bad. Um, first off, we'd like to say Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble to, gobble, gobble, bitches. gobble to all of you and your families and your friends out there. Uh, we got some folks over in uh, that are in deployed areas thinking about you uh, this yeah, Thanksgiving. For sure. I've been over there when uh, during a deployment or two, so I understand what it's like What's to up, be Garen? over there. Yeah, uh, Garen, yeah. Garen from here, he's, he's deployed. Yeah, uh, Mike George. Yeah, what's up, Mike? Uh, there's some people in uh, Qatar uh, downloading our show. I'm not sure who you are, but uh, thanks Appreciate for being it. there. Appreciate it. Probably maybe from Undisclosed. Yeah, Undisclosed, yep. Um, yeah. It's cool to see that you guys have an overhang now. Uh, they didn't have that when <laughs> I was there. You know, so little things. That's why I'm most so tan. Little things to be thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still tan from four years ago because yeah. you're about two inches from the sun out there. <laughs> uh, all you macro friendly people, don't be little bitches on Thanksgiving. <laughs> eat the bread, eat, eat the eat, damn cake, eat the cake, <laughs> eat the pie. Yeah, you know, the, grab the whipped cream and open yeah. your mouth and just yeah, get after it. Bro man. says get at it. Yeah, yeah, man. Because here's what you need to do. A little, I'm gonna show you a little secret. Then max out the next day. Because when your core can take is 6,000 calories that day, you can lift copious amounts of weight. Yeah. I'm telling you. I've tested it. <laughs> I have. Did Literally. you measure your intake and then went and lifted? I don't know. My, I don't know. my. It was a lot, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Deep fried turkey you uh-huh. know, three times in one day. And, yeah. And the next day, you know, I was um, power clean, push jerking 285 like it was my J-O-B. Like... <laughs> I was. It was like snapping. It was like what? I, I almost bar was if, bending. Just dude, I almost asked if I could take the bar home. I was like, is this bar <laughs> magical? What is this? Because it did a drop in in Columbus and uh, and uh, yeah, that bar was like just magic bar. And it was huh? that, that was post workout. Like I yeah. had done a wad oh, and running in it, and that was stupid. And you still had some juice left in the engine, huh? Yeah, dude. Just got at it, bro. Nice. I'm telling you that it was like butter. 
Because I ate butter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the like, share, subscriptions. YouTube, make sure you click that bell so every time we have new content, you get notified through email, text, whatever. Um, so we had a giveaway. If you haven't had a chance to mention that. Uh, and it consisted of you had to tag two people, right? At least two people. Yep. Yeah. And like our page. And like, like our seven page. five. And like seven five. And our winner was Tony. Tony from my gym. From your gym. Yep. Which I was. It was not rigged. Dis- I was a little disappointed that Tony didn't already have a shirt. Yeah, Tony, what's up, man? Yeah. You know, <coughs> I told Mo that I was like, Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, Tony won. I was like, oh, cool. I was like, what'd you get him? He's like, oh, a show shirt. I'm like. He didn't have one already? Yeah, I busted his ass like, <laughs> bro, he's been listening to us since day one. Yes, like, he has. And uh, he didn't have a shirt, like, but he's wearing it tonight on the, um, when we had Max Snatch. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, 35 pounds. So Yeah, it's so funny that he tried to tap into our powers that he didn't want. <laughs> like, <laughs> and now he has them. Now he has it. No, that was cool. Did um, put all the names in a random generator mm-hmm. uh, online and happened to be his. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so along with that... Uh, Awesome new One More Rep podcast shirt. He also has a new small human in his house, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Finally got to see little William. Wasn't sure he existed because I've not seen <laughs> Y'all him. Y'all saw him on Instagram and yeah, Facebook. Like, <laughs> like, it ain't their kid. They ain't seen him. Ain't been in here to CrossFit. So, uh, no. it's uh, And his wife just started here. So, Sweet. post-baby, which is pretty cool. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Adding to the clan. We've had many infants start out here. Like they grow. Yeah, we've, yeah, had, we've had a lot of they little grew people up here. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And those shirts come to us from Seven Five Clothing, making badass gear for your badass ventures. Don't forget to use that promo code One More Rep, three separate words, so you get free shipping. We really need you to step up your game and buy from Seven Five because um, if you don't, well, no, Wally <laughs> hasn't. He he's buying his crystal for our fiftieth. Um, or for our 50th episode. 50th episode yeah. yeah. He doesn't, he hasn't agreed to this yet, but we're going to ramp up his sales so he can afford the crystal. Yeah. So this is episode 50. So the crystal's on the way. Wally just doesn't know it. We put it on his credit card. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wally. <laughs> Thanks for the crystal. Now, honestly, I screw crystal. I want some, uh, somewhere in particular, right? Somewhere in particular. Oh, yeah. So, what's up, man? So you, yeah. If you guys have listened to the show, we know that we're big fans of this particular brewery called Nowhere in Particular. That's it's, like an oxymoron. Yeah, it is an oxymoron because the it's two guys, right? We don't know who they are. They have messaged us a few times on our Instagram. But what they do is they go to random breweries, create a couple batches of beer. Um, they only make the batch one time, yep. and then they move on to the next batch. Well, Which is a good and bad thing. A good and bad thing because I'm still I'm – I still, want that strawberry. <laughs> well, no, what was it, the milkshake one? Oh, that milkshake IPA, It was like yeah. 19 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was good. Uh, but – they have gone on to actually move and create a, a brick and mortar. They didn't. Someone, oh, someone else did. Yeah, they asked them to be the brewers inside. Okay. So basically, they have a home brewing station now. So they just they, so they had it, eight on tap of nowhere in particular okay. beers, and they host some other beers, but they brew them in house, and it's ones you can't buy. Like At I all. got okay. I felt I felt like a little douchebag because I'm like I'm like a kid in a candy store yeah. dude I'm in there we just competed and like I didn't care about the competition we're you were going at, and you were at the gobbler game is it yeah yep, yep and where was that at um 740 CrossFit okay Lancaster and um home of the Amish Mafia <laughs> are you serious that's where it's at right? I didn't know yeah. that so um but yeah check that out. I'm like all geeked out and like I'm in there and like I'm so excited to talk to my waitress and like in the name of the it's called somewhere, somewhere in particular in, yeah. yeah and uh I'm like 
oh, I was like, you know, how many beers they got on tap? And I get hand me thing. I was like, oh, these are so cool, man. You can't even get these. She's like, yeah. I'm like, don't steal my thunder, bro. <laughs> like, I can't get these. Yeah. I can't get. Th- they had a Belgian yeah, on tap. Yeah, like, bro, be- sent me a picture oh. of the menu. I was like licking my phone. Dude, I, yeah, I'm just thinking of it. I, the Belgian was on tap. They had this um, uh, Michigan cherry sour beer. Mm. Yeah, that, that's your jam is sours. Bro, I mean, like, take me back. Their food's really good. It's in Columbus. They got a nice, like, really nice outside garden area. Um, I think that's we're going to go have our meeting here uh, on December 1st. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. That but, you can't do. <laughs> yes, because I have a wedding. But if you're yeah in <laughs> if, if you're in the Columbus area, yeah, check, go check that, that out. out. And you like craft beer, yeah, go check that out. Um, I'm gonna have another date with my wife, and we're gonna drive out there and the, check that place out. Yeah, food's really good, and the of course the beers. I mean, you can't get any better yeah. than that. I'd be honest. And as always, one thing we push local. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're from the Dayton area. Yep. Uh, started at Toxic Brewing, and um, I think it's really cool. That's a pretty cool story, man. Like yeah. you just start out, just you know. As you, a gypsy you have brewer. no, you have nowhere to brew your beer, so yeah. you're going to other people's facilities, and then it's starting to really take off because you could really only get the uh, beer in Ohio and some they parts of Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah, but now it's expanding, so it's it's pretty cool that yeah. they're they're doing it. Absolutely cool. So this week's episode, kind of a reach back to episode 39, members' responsibilities, your role in the CrossFit community, and this also was spawned from your three o'clock notepad scribblings. Which many of our episodes come from, you know, whether it's text or, or Facebook Messenger or, or notepads or, or people, yeah, yeah, our people, which a lot of them come from. So this week's episode, episode number 50, gym etiquette. Yeah, I think it's pretty important. I think it's, we're going to touch on some things that maybe you don't think about. That's not just saying hey, hi to someone or mm-hmm. what's up or whatever. It's, I think there's some other small things that we can talk about, but. The importance of a gym having gym etiquette is to make some people that are newer to your community feel welcome mm-hmm. and not bullied and um, or th- scared, scared, threatened. I mean, or, I, threatened, I feel I welcome. A, yeah, yeah threatened is kind of an abrasive word, but <laughs> it's very, it's very abrasive. <clears throat> but yeah, they, threatened in the sense part of, like, of the, oh my god, there's all these weights flying around. There's people grunting, lying on the ground. Well, um, think about if you think about any type of community, even if you take it to the animal kingdom, like you have to be accepted inside of that that community mm-hmm. if you're on the outside and you know if if you if you maybe do some things that kind of push that person yeah. away and or you you violate some sort of norm that yeah. you're unaware of mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just that's just part of it yeah so just starting off with the general definition of etiquette from Webster it's the customary code of polite behavior in society or among members of a particular profession or group so mm-hmm. We might not be professionals, but we certainly are a group. We're pro- we're professionals, fuck, bro. <laughs> I just wanted to clear the air in case you didn't know. My my bad. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. <laughs> um. So just from that definition, um, behavior, um, like you were saying, you know if you don't know what the rules and the social norms are. <laughs> it's real easy to um, break those codes, yeah. I guess. You know, mm-hmm. do something that's inappropriate without even knowing. So, And we've talked about so the gym atmosphere can be a delicate balance, right? We talked about that in segregation 
mm-hmm. uh, the clicks. Memory, the clicks yeah. Like, so etiquette plays part into all of this because, uh, like I've said, and when we're talking about when I open the gym, is you the owners may set should set the precedent. Well, and, no, they do regardless. Whether I, it's yeah, they do. Or you're right. Actually, yeah. you're, that's right. So the owner set the precedent, and it's um, in the direction, and it's up to the membership to continue that. Mm-hmm. And it's not like say we don't pass it off onto them. It's a natural progression mm-hmm. of they like what is there and they want to continue what it's like to sustain there. that. Yeah. So yeah, I think that etiquette, having proper etiquette, it can. If if you don't and you neglect certain things, it can throw off the the, atmos- the balance, the yeah. balance, the atmosphere, and cause some like, you know, someone may think you're an asshole when you're really mm-hmm. not, but you just came across that way because of how something went down. So I think that's something we can start off with the perception piece. You know, there's been, uh, you know, again with my military life, you know, moved around a lot, so I've gone through a lot of different gyms, and there's I know, like I try and be polite, I talk a lot, um, obviously because we have a show. <laughs> but uh well you're uh, outgoing man it's, it, that's okay you're, you're that's my you're, personality yeah you're a people person and that's he's but you had to you deal with people every day every of your day life yeah exactly for 20 years <laughs> and but sometimes when i've come across people at a gym and they were quiet like my first inclination was like wow that's not cool they're not talking to me that's kind of rude that person must be an asshole or something yeah it's really easy to make that assumption especially if you're new you're coming into that ecosystem and you want to be welcomed, you want to be liked, you want to be accepted, and just come to find out that, you know, uh, Sally just doesn't talk to people. She comes in, she does her work, and she leaves. Which is, that's weird to me. Like, it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't... But even for as outgoing as your community is, there's some people that are quieter than others. Yeah. But, they're, oh, but they yeah, all... Yeah. But everybody in here, you know, because, like, if you've listened to this show, I, I, don't, uh, I don't come to this gym, but I spend a lot of time here, and... He's basically a member, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm an honorary member. Yeah, so is Megan Blake. We got a bunch of them. Yeah, Team Mayhem out of Germany. Yeah, they're coming home. Like here? Or? I don't know yet. Okay. But they're going to be in the United States, though. Okay. I knew it was time for them to rotate, but yeah. shout out to Team Mayhem. Yeah. Oh, now they're the team. <laughs> now they're the team. You changed your tone on that one after Meg ripped your ass. <laughs> I, it was inadvertent. I that, was getting to her. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, yeah. I was. Blake's the ambassador. <laughs> Meg is not. Me, Meg's the mega ambassador. <laughs> oh, okay. Now you're sucking up, Meg. What is it? Megasaurus Rex? Megasaurus Rex is her Instagram tag. <laughs> yeah. It's so fitting. <laughs> but even the people that are, quote, quiet in your gym are still yeah. outgoing and, yeah. you know, and, and good people. Yeah, perception's huge. I mean, I'm perceived to be the biggest asshole in the world, and that's okay. I don't really don't care. Uh, it's because you don't know me. It's just, mm-hmm. this is the reality of it, and that's and, because- and, be, and sometimes people in the military thought just because in certain positions, like I carried myself a certain way. Oh, Mo's an asshole. No, Mo's just doing his job. Yeah, I don't look. You know? I don't. Here's what I don't have time for. I don't have time to like all this small conversation. Like I see a problem, I fix it, and I move on because I got like 30 more to fix. Like like I said. You're efficient in your communication. Right. And so, and then when I talk with my communication, I'm very direct. <laughs> and dr- being direct can be can, perceived as being an asshole. Um, but no, I just, I'm, I don't want to waste your time. And I'm, I don't, I want to get going on my next thing. Like, so um, that can be perceived. Perception is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got girls that have RBF, resting bitch, resting bitch face, mm-hmm. right? And they joke about it. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, the reality is, like, that can also be a deterrent. It's it's funny, but it's not funny in the fact that, oh, I have RBF. Like, okay, well, we want people to feel like they can freaking mm-hmm. talk to you. Yeah. So how about you take your RBF and get it the RBF out of here? But like, even like when you're when you got your like your game face on though, sometimes you're getting ready to do a lift or something, and you're trying to get in your zone. Like I, I'm, I'm probably sure I look pretty weird when I'm getting dialed in. Serious, yeah. Like for me, I, I kind of squint a lot because well, one, I can't see, but <laughs> but it, I, I I know. I feel my face kind of, my forehead kind of scrunches up and I just sort of like focus. And if someone's walking in brand new <laughs> and they see this, you know, rather large tan man standing, you know, they're just, you know, breathing heavily and like giving the bar the death stare that, you know, and you don't know what you're walking into. You don't, man. <laughs> and I was watching Beer Fest last night and it, when he had the eye of the Jew. <laughs> so at the very, where yeah, they were but, doing. But wait, wait say, uh. Put him at cleanup. Or- yeah, yeah. He's going last. He's got the eye of the Jew. Yeah. <laughs> and that's right. He's, he was focused. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he, he definitely, he killed, the, he killed Das Boot at the very yeah. end. And, uh, but- and, and one beer fest for the U.S. USA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I think that when people look at you, everybody kind of looks at everybody, not to study them, but, like, are they approachable? Mm-hmm. Can I really say something to them? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know- I think maybe that's why I communicate my door is always open mm-hmm. because, yes, I can be – what uh, Jamie Metcalf called me something today on Facebook, asshole. <laughs> um, she's one of our members. Uh, um, I am – what the hell? What she call me? Brodaddy.com? No. So Jamie Metcalf made a, a, a comment about me, um, and there's a post that was tagged in uh, when I was uh, one of our athletes was competing. And says Brody quoting me, "You'll get no sympathy from me. You want sympathy? Look in the dictionary between <laughs> shit and syphilis. That's where you find sympathy." <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, is that really me? And then uh, Jamie says, "Yeah, you're tough." And uh, yeah, I am tough, and I'm tough because. I, um, I, when I believe in someone, you know, I'm not going to just sit there and just, just let them s- skip by, you know I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I'm going to show how much I care about each individual, um, because uh, I have high expectations for those I believe in. And I think that's, <sighs> I'm very easy to get along with, but when I'm coaching you, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to get you get the best out of you that day. Mm-hmm. And can we is there a time to joke and laugh and have fun? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now I'm dude, I'm all about cutting it up. Like, but at the same time, uh, I'm we're here to do work and you're here, you're paying me to get you to get some work done. Yeah. And I, I take that seriously in the fact that I'm not I'm not here. We're we're not best friends and, and during the workout. You may inside cut, that sixty. Yeah, minutes, you may yeah. cuss me out, you may p- be pissed at me because I'm like trying to push you to get you to go somewhere where you your brain doesn't want to go, mm-hmm. but your body can. Yeah. And uh, so if you want to cuss me out during the workout, that's fine. That's fine. If you want yeah. to cuss me out after workout, that's fine. But uh, we're cool. I know that I'm doing it because I care about you, mm-hmm. right? So I think perception can be – I could be perceived to being very hardcore. Sunny's the same way. Uh, and the fact that I think she, th- she threatened to kick someone today if they missed this next snatch. I can she, hear her and doing she, that. And she yeah. PR'd. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, whatever it takes is um, – 
Now we don't promote physical violence here at CrossFit Access. <laughs> it's in order to get you to lift. But, but if <laughs> if I say you can add five pounds to your snatch, you may accept the um, the consequences. Yeah, yeah. So I think that perception is big, and uh, but it's also we've talked about the communication side of it. Can you commun- communicate to your people like, hey, they know I care about them with all my heart, and that mm-hmm. I want the best for them, and that look. I may piss you off because I'm trying to get you to go, but you're only mad at me for that time that you're working yeah. out and because you know that I do care. And for as much as, especially on this show, and hopefully at your respective gyms, that we talk about community and family and how we're like a pack of wolves in here, you are paying your owner to get you fit. <laughs> Yeah, it often gets forgotten. It often gets forgotten. Yeah, (laughs) within within these four walls. So I think sometimes people can uh, get a little confused when we're going back to that etiquette piece. Where, well, why is he yelling at me? Well, bro is yelling at that person because he knows that they can achieve more. Bro's not being mean. Bro is motivating that person to get that five pound PR. Yeah, for sure. And I think we had uh, a member leave their gym, come to ours, and the thing that they said was uh, I'm not paying for a friendship mm-hmm. you're not well the, the friendship is the secondary impact impact yep of, of should joining. be the, yeah. yeah should be should yeah. be the second yeah for sure because you are you you have you already have friends before you crossfit yeah. right so why are you paying the, the high fee that we t- we say is expensive and that should be to become the fittest possibly that you you can the fittest version of yourself absolutely and I think that's with some assistance for because sure, we all can't get there alone. No, I don't think anybody can get there alone. And even your top level athletes. Look at you know Fraser reach out to Bergeron, so yeah. he he had already won games. Then why do you do that? You want to take his stuff to the next level. Yeah. So we're on that next level, shit, Mo. <laughs> yeah, and like you can hear Fraser at the end when they're talking to him, he's like, "Well, I got some things to work on." Like, bro, you just won. You just won. That's that. Like, but well, that yeah. Training starts tomorrow. It does, and and that's why he's been fittest man on earth consecutively. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and we'll it, continue and, to And be. his margins of victory are so obscene because yeah. he has that uh, what's next mentality like mm-hmm. we talked about in the last Absolutely. episode. Yeah, so don't judge a book by its cover. Understand your, your situation. Um, take into consideration maybe why things are the way they are. It's, we're not in a bar. You shouldn't necessarily expect people to be smiling and hugging, and even though we do that anyway. Mm-hmm. But... You know, I had someone that from the outside say that was weird that we do that. What, smile and hug? Like that we hug and like we're like close with each other. I'm like, you're stupid. Have they ever been to a CrossFit gym before? Yeah, they are in a CrossFit gym. I know that, yeah, they're in a CrossFit gym for sure. Huh. And uh, they thought it, thought it was weird that we are that close here. Like, you got some issues. Yeah, that's, a, that's interesting because every gym I've been a part of, you know, that's the norm. Yeah. Part of our etiquette. So we, we hug people who don't want to be hugged, like Eric Klaus. He does not like. <laughs> he's, he's not a hugger. No, not at all. At <laughs> all, he did, he hates hugs. So what do we do? We hug him. We're gonna hug him until he loves us. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna hug Coming him until he hugs Eric. We're gonna hug him until he hugs us. That's what we're gonna do. That's the new slogan. How, <laughs> so etiquette. How do we practice it? You know, I think it kind of goes back to those simple things your mom told you, and as well as Barney. You know, please and thank you. You know, look people in the eye, uh, greet them. As you know, one thing we talked about respectively is that if someone that nobody knows walks in this door, you know, the expectation is that somebody will go and greet them 
immediately. Doesn't have to be a coach. Doesn't have to be an owner. No. It, it, a, some, a member of the family needs to accept responsibility for that. Yeah, I'll give you a good story on that. So we have a girl, Gabby. She still doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> She's part of our gym. Yeah, I, I've talked so much smack to her. and um, But she, she went to California and for three months as a traveling uh, physical therapist to help pay off some of her loans because mm-hmm. they make double the money. Yeah. And um, so she goes to where she's living in her town, and she literally goes to every CrossFit gym inside of her town. And they're in wine country, so Napa Valley area. Mm-hmm. And uh, not one of the gyms that she went into, no one ever said hi to her when she walked in. Mm-hmm. Not one. And she messaged. That's, that's weird to me. Yeah, and like especially come from our community. Maybe that's just my personality, but maybe I've just been really lucky in the gyms I've been to. But that's just that's so yeah. weird to me. So, she literally exhausted every gym inside of where she lived. She had to go outside of her town to even, and then finally she found to one. even be acknowledged to acknowledge. Yeah, just acknowledge. Said said hi to. Wow. How's it going? Where are you from? You're new. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just mind blowing. And she was very frustrated, um, but. You know, you know, she actually found one, and, and I was going to help her if she needed it to get to find something because she wants a home while she's away. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame her. It's just crazy, right? Like, you literally go to every single. So we have around fifteen gyms probably in our area. If I went to every one, no one said hi to you. What the hell? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. She went. To, I think five gyms, maybe six. I don't know. Nobody. Wow. I. I'm glad I don't have a gym like that. No. Um. If your gym's like that and you're listening, say hi to people. Like, yeah, start it. Start it. Yeah. Like Wally did. Like, you know, start that trend. Like, if, you're, if your owners are douchebags, and that's just the reality. It can happen. And, uh, or your, uh, your coaches are the same way. They're too busy, you know, Snapchatting while they're supposed to be coaching. Go say hi to that person. Make mm-hmm. them feel welcome. Because remember, you were that person one day. Mm-hmm. You yeah. were that person, person that walking in. in. Yeah. And you're intimidated, scared, mm-hmm. nervous. Whatever All you were, you were that person. Start the trend because guess what? You don't have to have your owner's permission. You don't have to have your coach's permission to go up to, and to say be hi. Polite. To say hi, yeah. grab your friends, go over and make them feel welcome because um, you know how it is. You walk in and it, it's music's loud. The girls are pissing all over the floor, and, the, and, and coaches are should be coaches. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah. You know, not very, not very many gyms you can walk into, and girls are screaming. Lifting more weight than you can do, and then mm-hmm. piss is flying out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It can be intimidating. Absolutely. Like, why is everybody peeing, Mo? That's, that's what I'd be asking. So, to carry on to what you're saying, being polite and courteous, you know? You would think it'd be easy, right? Yeah. It, uh, maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe my parents raised me different, but, um, you know, I don't own that gym, but I'm still part of that culture. I want people to feel welcome. Hell, I've even been here before and have greeted people that I don't recognize. You, you, know? you, you want the perception of the gym that you belong to to be good in good eyes, mm-hmm. right? So you'll, <clears throat> you'll go out of your way to do that. And I think that, but you also, you're a leader, so you lead by example. And that's just, an, that's another process. But yeah, you want, you don't want anybody to walk in and think everybody's stuck up at your gym mm-hmm. just because maybe they were busy. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe your coach is dialed in and coaching, and they didn't see someone walk in because their backs to them, and because mm-hmm. they're trying to fix some technique, and um, everybody else is in the in the lobby area or whatever they're at, and there's you're the only one out there. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want everybody, like, them to be alone. What are you going to do? Like, run off and not say hi to them? Like, yeah. Take one for the team and and definitely go up and start. Yeah, co- yeah. if you know your coach is busy or the owner yeah. or someone who's, like, part of that leadership chain, you know they're busy, just just take ownership of it. It's yeah. your community. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So what are some of the things that we can do? Or So, okay, let's let's back it up. So we talked about uh, misperceptions, things like that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the things that, a newer person might do on accident and might not understand that that's like a faux pas or just not part of a, um, talking good, good during etiquette. the whiteboard time, talking during whiteboard. Oh. I know that's your favorite nails on the, talking like, on the, at the whiteboard or checking your, uh, Apple watch at the whiteboard. Those are, those are so way up there, Mo. Those are like a and B side by side, like one and one a yeah. whiteboard time. You're, you're screwing everybody else up when you're looking at your freaking Apple watch you're throwing me off because I'm like, is your freaking conversation more important than what I'm telling you right now? Because mm-hmm. guess what? We're going over something you really suck at. So you need take your watch and just give me five minutes mm-hmm. of not looking at it, okay? Because it, it's just rude. Yeah, it, it is rude. But, you know, that's – some gems maybe like they may be able to just do whatever – they could do Snapchats during the damn whiteboard time or they don't even care. Maybe they don't even do a whiteboard time. They don't even care. It's on the board. Go read it. Like, you know – to me, that's that's a it's an insult to me. Uh, it's disrespectful to your coach or whoever's training that day to look at your watch. Imagine if they are asking you for your help, and I just pull up my phone and I just start looking at my phone as they're asking me for help. Mm-hmm. Well, how would they feel, right? They would be. <laughs> that's not investing, right there. <laughs> What's that mother effort doing? Yeah. Like he's looking at his phone. And I'm trying to talk to him, or you have a meeting one on one in the office. And they sit down and you just pull out your phone. And you're like, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And you're on your – imagine that happening. They would lose their shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or if you not, – not only that, would you not lose your shit, but how does that make you feel Yeah. in terms of like the crap. value? Like you need to have a conversation one-on-one behind closed doors with your coach, owner, trainer, whatever, and they're distracted by something else other than what you have taken the time out of your day yeah. to try and get Help assistance them. with. Yeah. Yeah. Helping them. Yeah. So, yeah, those are two big <laughs> uh, things I don't like. Um, one of the things I talk about a lot, you kind of give me some shit about, but, like, walking in front of people when they're getting ready to do a lift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Early on, I made that mistake. I didn't know. You know, and then I was actually working out with one of the guys who coached me, and I just sort of was going to where I was going. He was like, hey, you know, it's kind of rude to do that. And I was like, oh, shit. Sorry. I didn't know. I, I, I didn't understand. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I think there's there's a difference. And if if you're six or eight feet away and you're walking in front of someone, that's yeah. just what Oh no, I, I locked walk I walked between him and his bar. Like I was yeah. just trying to get to I was just trying to get to something. <laughs> don't you know? do that. Yeah, like I didn't that. like again, I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Or if they're in their setup, mm-hmm. don't walk so close to them they can feel the air past them. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, you can imagine that you're in a body mirror, uh, set up for your snatch and someone walks past you for the air, like right across your freaking back. You're like, what the hell is that? And they're about to go for a lifetime PR. Like, yeah. don't do that's That's what's rude is uh, <laughs> at least get somewhat away from them. I know you're like, oh, I need, uh, I'm at 85% and you're thinking I'm, I'm going straight to the freaking weights. Mm-hmm. I got to look at my chart, you know, get my 85 out. You're not even thinking about it. Start, start thinking about those people. That's what etiquette is. Mm-hmm. Think about someone else but yourself. Like, I'm going to be nice. The selflessness piece, yeah. yeah. Like, they're snatching. Oh, shit. I better go. I'm going to go this way. I'll mm-hmm. take the... <laughs> I'll take gonna, the long rate. Yeah. I'll take the extra 12 feet. 
Yeah. You know, and go around that. I'll take the long way. Um, but yeah, it's it. You know, or, or when someone's mid lift, don't talk to them. Yeah. Like, it's, or just try and be quiet when you know they're getting in their setup and everything. Kind of like golf. You know, yeah, kind of, I think golfers are just dramatic <laughs> little assholes. So like, don't talk in the backswing. You're professional. Like, I should be able to talk in your backswing, your front swing. I should be able to. I should pop, be able to have a phone call conversation. I should be able to pop backswing. a balloon right at mid swing, and you should be able to hit that ball. Don't yeah. tell me that, that that's what's going to throw you off. You know what throws you off? Because you probably didn't practice enough. Maybe you're having an off day. Maybe you got too <laughs> drunk last night, uh, and you're on the third round because your that sun's awful right, bright. It yeah. is awful. You know what that? And you're, you you got to walk. Moedar, you already get drunk when you're riding in the <laughs> golf cart. Let alone you gotta walk. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother element. Like that's that's uh, taking it to another level. Yeah, because you gotta drink water. You gotta hydrate. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, beer is oh. not hydration. I found out. <laughs> not even light beer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. When I played softball, that's what we hydrated with. <laughs> <coughs> um, one thing that uh, Ollie Cat Oliver. Uh, something when we talk about taking uh, the opportunity to create a culture or do something positive, uh, even when you're away, is uh, not putting your weights up during uh, while people, while other people are working out. Yeah. So to to give a little bit of throwback, if you didn't hear that story, so Oliver he was going to school somewhere else for a little bit. He had an internship had an in internship. Columbus, and went to a gym in Columbus. I won't name them. And uh, yeah. They, and the be- normal behavior for the class he was in is that when people finish their workouts, they would just start putting up their gear. Yeah. So okay. whoever's left going by themselves, yeah, is being disrespected by the others. That's what we teach here. Like, mm-hmm. you're st- if you got to leave and we're we've ran over five minutes, yeah. I got your stuff. And I've I've adopted that practice since you since you told me that, which I'm, you know, you learn something every day, but that's something I never thought about doing is just letting that person go and I'll take care of their, their gear. Yeah. And then, so, um, he, he did it and the members appreciated it that we're still working out. Well, so, said, he, so what he did is he waited till everybody, well, he finished before some other people. Right. He went over to them and started cheering. Right. And then and that was like, so they were staring at him like he had an eye in his forehead cause no one had ever done that in that particular environment, which is crazy. Yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah. in turn, uh, as he started uh, engaging in that practice, other people in that same class started, started doing the same. the same thing. Right. And the kind of crappy part at the end of that story, though, is that what he said, uh, the other classes still weren't doing that, even yeah. though they saw it and they yeah. witnessed it and they observed it and they saw the positive impacts of that because one of the athletes even came up to him afterward and said, hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. That really meant a lot. Well, I think Janetti said a long time ago and some of his – um, um Active shooter stuff was uh, be the spark. And mm-hmm. so you may all be thanking something, but until someone... When you see it, someone do it. When you see someone do it, what you've been thinking. So it, when you create that spark, watch what happens. A spark causes a fire. A fire never happens. Just a fire doesn't erupt. You know, there, <laughs> there's a spark. Yeah. There's something that causes it. So be that spark. There's some and, sort of catalyst. And that's what he was. And when other people appreciate it, they'll mm-hmm. start adopting it because guess what? That person who uh, said something to him, uh, they appreciated it, mm-hmm. right? And then they liked how it made them feel, and they wanted others to feel, feel that, that way. Same way, yeah. yeah. But you know, <laughs> I think I forget I was talking to. I think it was Sarah that listened to our show from the Columbus area, and 
She's like, but I never, fi- I, I'm, I'm always last. <laughs> like, I know I'm never going to try it. I'm like, I normally okay. last too. Right, so like yeah. the occasion when I do finish before someone else, I'm like crawling over like, right. on, <laughs> get it, get it, dude. Come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got it. Like, like Mo, you all right? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm so good. Um, one thing you said kind of jokingly, uh, when you're saying people chalking up for handstand walks, <laughs> dude, <laughs> you don't need chalk for wall balls. You don't need chalk for handstand walks. Not unless you're ready to clean the gym. <laughs> I'm just kind of being silly here, but, um, uh, if you make a mess, just clean it up. Please don't expect your trainers to take care of that for you. Like my little pet peeve I told you about was the nubbies. <laughs> People take off their little tape nubbies off their thumbs. And again, I'm sure I've forgotten them, but. So I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you a story about my nubbies. <clears throat> I was up at the whiteboard. I had finished working. I worked out at 430. He was teaching 530. And I saw my knee sleeves around my ankles. Uh-huh. And I was going over the whiteboard. And um, <clears throat> I still have my fingers taped. And I had people, they got out the last part of their weights. And I was like, then as soon as you finish that, come up to the whiteboard. So as they're coming up, I'm unrolling my thumbs and I drop them on the floor at my feet. Mm. Tara, who listens to us, she bends down and picks up my nubbies. She's like, I got your nubbies because I know you'd be pissed if I didn't. So, and they were sweaty as hell. Like, they're the sweatiest nubbies you can imagine. It'd be like taking someone's knee sleeve and wringing it out in your mouth. (laughs) That's how sweaty they were. Yeah, that's how bad it was. Oh. I was like, she grabbed my nubby. I was like, whatever. Oh, oh, sorry. I hope none of you driving just swerved off the road <laughs> hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> what other things can you think of? <laughs> don't stand, um, don't stand right beside your trainer while they're coaching someone because you have a question. <laughs> Drives you fucking nuts. They're like this. Okay, so I need you to just get a little bit low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold the fuck on. <laughs> One kind of, second. Kind of busy. Kind of busy. <laughs> like, yeah. we need at least this much room. Yeah. So, sorry for those of you listening. Uh, on YouTube, you get to appreciate the full, uh, the full effect on that one, which oh gives you God. listeners another reason to subscribe and click that bell so that way you get all the latest content from the One More Rep podcast YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> Okay, yeah, personal space. Yeah. Not just for the coach, but for other athletes. Um, Are we keeping that? What? what yeah. I just, oh. yeah, that's golden, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're giving me your stuff again, the bro. Bros- the, the brositis? Yeah, I got it. Um, Brosyphilis? <laughs> One thing that you've talked about that I haven't witnessed, but um, like you said, people putting on headphones. Yeah, you know, that's to me. That's a safety issue. I've seen it less and less since I've I've been like really watching uh-huh. it. I think people have cracked down on that. Yeah, to me, it's just it's just a, it's unsafe. Unsafe and you know, douchebaggerish. Yeah, and it's not cool. On top of it, especially you know you're in a class environment and you, you know, I don't know if that song's going to get you that much further. Yeah, it won't. But yeah. I wish it did. <laughs> Because Slipknot, all day, every day. Especially the new song. Got a new album coming out. Yeah, watch out. So, you know, you you practice it by by doing. You you know, sometimes you're you're inadvertently going to do something that is considered part of our gym etiquette that um, 
that you're unaware of. Okay, that's fine. We we get it. But it's all just like anything in life. When you learn about something that could potentially um, impact someone else in the gym, just try not try your best not to repeat it. You know, be courteous, be um, mindful of the other people that are in your class and in your gym because you would hope that they would do it for you. I think we've talked about in the leadership one, you got, you have to lead by example. Like mm-hmm. it's <clears throat> not everybody that's a follower thinks they can be a leader, but they can be a leader in this aspect. And the fact that, you know, just waiting five more minutes because at times about to expire to mm-hmm. put your stuff up or, <clears throat> you know, walking up to your coach you see that they're coaching someone. Would you want someone, while he's coaching you or she's coaching you, to walk up to someone and, and then interrupt and they're coaching while they're helping you while they're out. helping you out? Yeah. You wouldn't want that. Like, I think that's what gets lost is don't don't forget that the etiquette is about being selfless and that it's about, um, you know, it's about everybody else. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's etiquette is about respect amongst your your fellow members. Mm-hmm. In your gym and your and the and the coaches and the owners, um, be respectful to them, and uh, maybe you'll teach them something. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, they, they think you know, like Mo said, you know, you you always learn something no matter how how long you're into something, and, uh, and I think that's what leaders will typically do is they keep find their, find a find a learning opportunity in yeah. every in every interaction. Yeah, I mean, it's because you never know what you're going to find. Yeah, right. Um. Moving on to the next, and, and as we get things down to the end here, what are the benefits? I mean, you hear yeah. us talk about the benefits, you know, pretty much every episode. You know, the you help other people. That selfless act by waiting, you know, an extra couple seconds to walk, you know, to go get your your change plates. Yeah, or taking of, the long way around, right? Or like, just maybe you cheer them on, like, hey, man, let's get this, like, yeah. All right, let's go, man. This is it. You've been chasing this for a freaking year. We're mm-hmm. time, time to hit it. Like, you know, yeah. come on, I got you. Like, why not do that instead of like buzz right past them? Like, you know, it's just stupid. And what do you get from that? I can walk right past them, worry about my 85% weight I got to pull out. Or I can sit here and like try to pump my dude up. Like mm-hmm. they're part of, we're part of the same group here. Like, oh, let's get fired up, man. I want you to get this more than I'm going to go get my 85%. Yeah. I, I want you to see this. Yeah. I want you to see you get this so bad that I'm going to miss one of my lifts during this, uh, Absolute, during this three minutes. Yeah. Let's yeah. like give them a chest bump, you know, whatever the hell it takes, smack yeah. them across the face. Some people <laughs> like that stuff, Mo. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever gets them going, give it to them. Like, because here's what's going to happen. Even if they miss the lift, they're going to appreciate yeah, they'd you. Yeah, like, dude, thank you. Yeah, Next I, time, yeah. don't hit me so hard, yeah. though, because I, I was... Because I, I saw three bars. Yeah, I was concussed, <laughs> but I appreciate the enthusiasm. But yeah, and then what's going to happen here is uh, their bar is going to be, you're going to load your bar and mm-hmm. they're going to wait and they're mm-hmm. going to push you because yeah. you know what? I, why do we do so well at competitions? Uh, well, because people are pushing us. Mm-hmm. Like we hear, the, you hear them yelling and like, you don't care if they're talking shit or whatever that your members are like, wa- yeah. love watching you suffer. Um, whatever it is, it makes you take it to the next gear. So what do you think is going to happen inside your gym? The benefits outweigh like everything and the fact that they're going to feel special and appreciated that you want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you're ready to hit something, you're going to hear that voice. That yeah, you they're they're going to turn around they're going to, and they're going to give you that, uh, yeah. that, that extra push. Absolutely. You know, you know, all these things will inherently make your community stronger. 
which should be the most important, right? This should mm. all be about the community. Like anybody that thinks I hate individuals, like I really do. And, um, I just individuals in the respect that they separate themselves from the, from the herd. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they just care about them and what they succeed and what they lifted and what they scored and what mm. they're doing. Like, you know, those people, they got a special place in hell. I just <laughs> <laughs> right next to where they are. They going to serve them nothing but halo top. They're dude, they're, <laughs> they're eating halo top. Everybody's interrupting them at the whiteboard, and everybody has an uh, Apple Apple watch. Apple watch. Yeah, it's it's just it's. I'm just saying, like, especially in, in the in the CrossFit community, like if you're an individual man, that's just it's just so asinine to me, right? And maybe maybe you have some individuals in your gym. Can you convert them? Like honestly, mm-hmm. maybe they don't know any other way, or maybe, maybe they don't feel invited. Maybe they don't feel welcome yeah, because, right. like you've said on multiple occasions are um, advanced athletes. Some of them are the most insecure, yep. uh, unconfident people that, are. That, that you've ever met. You know, maybe they're like, ah, oh, well, I'd like to go, you know, hang out with them, but I don't know if they'd accept me. You know what? Here's how you do it, Mo. You go up to them. What's up, man? Hey, uh, I just want to let you know that every time you don't cheer any of us on when we're lifting, we don't appreciate it. <laughs> and then you drop your nubbies and walk away. And they'll be like, oh, okay. Well, I just want to let you know, man. Like we're always cheering for you. you we yeah. want you to succeed. Well, you don't have our back. Yeah. We got your back. Like, what's up? I promise you, if you if you get if you stop that, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Mm-hmm. Now, it just takes some balls to do that. But if you need some help, I'll coach you along the, yeah. <laughs> how to grow some balls to do it. Because <laughs> I'm just saying that's how do you how do you end a pattern? You you confront it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just maybe they just they're so used to it that they're. They're they're it's not part, doing it maliciously, it's but part they, of their normal now. Yeah, you know how to, you got to break the norm, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, bro, like, you know, how I, we always cheer for you. Like, what's up? You don't like us. And also speaking to when you get new members, sometimes it's going to take some time for them to learn your culture. And the best way for someone to learn your culture is for you to go and teach, teach them, them the culture. culture. I mean, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, since we're this close to Thanksgiving, think about that, like. Yeah. So, you know, like you, we were talking earlier with that saying, you know, you know, if you give somebody a fish, they'll eat for a day, but you teach them how to fish, they'll eat for a lifetime. Right. Same type of thing. It's a new person, new to your gym. They have some gym experience. Maybe they didn't have all these amazing things at their last community. Maybe they didn't have a culture of of where they were nourishing and feeding each other and you know trying to uh, lift everybody else up when it was just selfless. You know, don't just arbitrarily assume that they don't care. If, did you take the time to coach them on it? Did you teach them? Did you bring them into your community? Yeah, because inside your community, even ours, we have leaders that are outside of ownership and trainers. Mm-hmm. We have owners or and uh, coaches. So, and those leaders, they have to lead by example as well. Like, if they have the opportunity, they're going to talk talk to people. They're going to help. Mm-hmm. Like when you're when you're busy, maybe they can give someone a, a pointer that's just kind of maybe new and a struggle. No, they're not a coach, mm-hmm. and they are working out. But they, hey, man, but like, something just simple like, hey, dude. Hold, don't don't give your jump rope the death grip. Just relax. Yeah, something a bit. stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nothing big. They're not trying to overstep the coaching boundary of the of the coach of that class. Just saying, hey man, you know, see you struggling. I used to do the same thing. You know, try that. Like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I say, being the spark is pretty cool because who knows what what's going to happen? What's the worst case that happens if you try something that doesn't succeed? You tried mm-hmm. it. It's like you don't die from it. No. But if it if it takes off, maybe you change someone that is an individual and all about themselves, and you make them part of your community. And then 
with them being most likely a natural leader being on that the outgoing, the outgoing yeah. like maybe that now it makes your community even stronger mm-hmm. because you have another personality that will be a leader inside of that and help push through some of this tough stuff. Yeah. And I think ultimately you establish a culture of dignity and respect um, that these new people that come into here want to be a part of, whether it's like, you know, on a drop in, you know, like, you're like, man, I, I really wish I could, you know, cause he, you know, team mayhem, for instance, you know, they can't, they dropped in here for a month and, and for this, to this day, man. Yeah. And, and, and you guys are super friends. I mean, they've donated money to this place for different, um, yeah. different charity events, Good people. uh, huge supporters of the show. Um, huge advocates of the show, you know, not just from the fitness aspect, but from just the holistic and, you know, almost self-help type <laughs> things that we talk about on this show. But had they never come here and experienced that, if as soon as they walked in, you just, or you didn't return their emails when they were trying to uh, find out about coming here to work out. Or, or price gouged them. Or you price gouged them. Right. Or when they walked in here, you just treated them like, oh, hey, uh, whiteboard's over there, you know, good luck. No, we had these people come in. There's some... Uh, Army Special Forces guys, and they do a lot of drop-ins when they travel for training or whatever. And uh, we're afterwards we were drinking beer just because they're here, in for, and they got pushed in from the hurricane in case they had to get deployed. And um, we were drinking some beer afterwards, and they're like, "Man, really appreciate everything you guys have done. Like we visit all sorts of gyms, but usually since we're drop-ins, they don't coach us and they don't treat us like we're part of the." the the gym mm-hmm. and like you know we really appreciate you making us coaching us and making us feel like you know we're part of the class and not just some drop-in yeah and not just 25 bucks right and you know and we didn't charge anything we had a great beer and uh and talked and had some good conversations mm-hmm. and you know it, it was really cool to get to know those guys that i'll you know I, we text we've texted a couple times since then um but you know you, you came really good buddies i think and we're not over friends. the span of like five days yeah but yeah. they only dropped in one time yeah they, oh just yeah. the one time yeah okay. they were you know they were at the they came in on a friday yeah. and then i think they end up going back on a sunday okay. so but yeah you know and, and it was pretty cool to and i pre, that's the stuff you appreciate as an owner right mm-hmm. like i didn't do anything different i i coached you, them as you if are who you are yeah no. we, we coached them as if they you know what i wasn't even the coach it was angie was the coach i wasn't mm-hmm. even the coach and that just shows you that that's that's it's not just you giving yourself lip service. It's something that you've made part of what this facility is. Yeah, it's, and I think that's pretty cool to hear that, and it, it, it's also sad to hear that because yeah, these are On some the really, yeah, yeah, these are some really good dudes, and then it not just because they serve our country, but they're just it's all, good people, good yeah. people, man, and good conversation. So. And, uh, you know, I'll appreciate anybody that comes in here and does our workouts that <laughs> run out the street. And one of the guys had never done CrossFit before. It was his first CrossFit workout. Wow. And it was like um, dumbbell deficit handstand push-ups, full snatch at 165. <laughs> and it was like, uh, it was it was a nasty little combo. Yeah. But no, yeah, you just, it's just crazy to me. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So wrapping all this up, it's only as hard as you make it. You know, it's it's really easy to go say hi. Um, it's really easy to show someone, you know, what the culture is. Um, and it's really easy to just be a good person. It's kind of what this all revolves around. Just wanting someone to be part of your community, be part of your family. It's, you know, some people might be super, uh, introverted and it might be hard to go up and say hi to someone, but, 
just, you know, a wave, a handshake, whatever. Hey, coach, we got somebody new here. Even hearing someone say that, oh, I think, will go yeah. a long way. You know, if you're not that person that has that huge personality that can just go up and talk to strangers. You're just like, hey, coach, we got somebody new. Can you come help them? Oh, hey, cool. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That still makes that person feel valued. And as easy as you say that is, it's also easy to not do that, mm-hmm. which is sucked. It's like one of those double-edged swords, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's very easy just to, you know, see someone and, like, turn your head. Yeah, like, I, I didn't oh, see him. I didn't see him. I didn't see him. They didn't see me. <laughs> like, if I can't see it, it can't see me. I try it hunting <laughs> all the time. Like, like In the tree stand. Yeah, like, okay, I'm looking away from this deer, and it's not looking at me. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's you know, staring a hole in my soul. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. I think that's cool. It's easy to, I like, I love that part. I love life and that aspect that there's stuff that's so easy to do, but it's also so easy not to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's very delicate. And that it, this is etiquette is delicate. And the mm-hmm. fact that you don't want to be the buckle challenge, <laughs> but you also don't want to be the person who sees someone walk in and then walk the opposite direction yeah. because you don't want to say hi to someone. You know, what if they turn around and leave and then now their impression is this is how CrossFit is. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you did you, the, that. You, the individual. Yeah, ha- you have, did it. Yeah, have have now shown them what CrossFit is all about. And then think about that, this. That door swings both ways. And it does. And think about this. How much has CrossFit changed your life and you possibly taken that away from that person that was already scared to come in here mm-hmm. that you just blew off? Yeah. Like, that's how deep this goes. How much has CrossFit changed your life? And are you going to be that asshole that sees someone come in and then go the opposite mm-hmm. way because you don't want to say hi to them or make them feel welcome? Mm-hmm. Well, how that's dumb. Like look yeah. what it's done for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's something that, you know, bro and I uh love doing. It's mm-hmm. helped us achieve things that we probably didn't ever really think about doing. Um, but I think most importantly, it's given us opportunities to meet other awesome human beings um from all over the world, literally. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. From all different backgrounds. Um just all over the place. And yeah, I wouldn't have a lot of the friends in my life if it weren't for CrossFit. And this isn't like I'm trying to get people to drink the Kool-Aid and join the cult, but this is just Mo, you know, given my testimonial that it's had a huge positive impact on my life. And I, even this podcast is I was talking to Aaron about this and we, when we competed this pack past weekend on the way home and it was, um, the people that we've got to talk to in this podcast has been pretty cool. It's yeah. still to me, it's kind of weird that people still listen to us, right? We talk about that all the time. Yeah, you can't really explain it, like. Yeah, because you have to think about it, guys. When you're listening, you're in your car, you're in your home, you're at work or whatever. But me and Bro are just literally up here standing, standing for we're going on what almost four hours now, <laughs> standing, drinking great beer. But you guys aren't in front of us. <laughs> you know, we're here hoping that the message that we're put out you know, will be valued and appreciated and that you'll share it with other people. Imagine going to the whiteboard and giving your whiteboard speech and then there's nobody, and there's nobody there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what this yeah, feels like. Right. And, uh, but no, it's cool that the people we've got to talk to and we got sent a shirt out, you know, yeah. To, and that's that's pretty cool. And, and to what, Juarez, is that where he's from? Uh, yeah, he, I think he's from Juarez, but he coaches in El Paso. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really cool that, you know, just do a random search yeah. on, what was it, Spotify? Spotify. Uh, CrossFit podcast, we pop up because we're number one. And um, actually, as soon as you typed in, you know, C-R-O-S-S, we popped up. Yeah. And, um, but no, it's pretty cool that just through a random search, we now have had this long conversation with a guy that is 
thousand miles away from mm-hmm. us, and yeah. we would never talk to you if we didn't do this podcast, nope. right? And now he's got one of our shirts, so he's going to get uh, some gains. Hopefully, he listens to some Slipknot. Yeah, and I mean it's guaranteed. Wonder what Slipknot sounds like in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> If any of you out there can do, um, can translate, yeah, that'd be sick. So last week we talked about who our top five states were. So this week we're gonna uh, we're going to countries. You're going to countries. We're calling out our top five countries. So Germany better be up there. Number I know one, Australia was pushing yeah, them. Number one, of course, United States. Uh, number two is going to be Germany, then Canada, United Kingdom, and number five is Australia. Australia, you're slipping, bro. <laughs> Mate, you're slipping. They were always they were always above Germany, and yeah. Germany wasn't happy with that. So yeah, I know we've had a, we got a couple of listeners from Australia because they've actually messaged us a few times. So Australia, what's going on? So uh, what we'd like to do, uh, aside from Team Mayhem, because you guys are on our social media channels all day, we want someone from Germany, someone from Canada, because no one from Canada, I don't think, has ever contacted us. Mm-mm. Yeah, um, but you know, you don't know. Like it's just they're Canadian. They're basically us. <laughs> There's like maple syrup and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like American light. <laughs> um, yeah, so we want somebody from Germany. We want somebody from Canada, from the UK. I know Tricky Ricky and uh, <clears throat> and Gary. I know you listen, so you guys don't count. Australia, yeah, yeah. Just uh, throw something on our social media. Just tell us who you are, where you're from, what box you go to, and uh, tell us how you found us. Yeah, is there uh, are there Outback Steakhouses in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I do know that they don't drink Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, they said Fosters is like total crap beer. What the heck? Know. They they've confu- they they have tricked us, Mo. Yes, yes, they have. Oh, damn it! That'd but be like telling us no one in particular isn't really brewed by no one in particular. <laughs> It'd be mind blowing. So for this week's call to action, <laughs> uh, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, like we've kind of talked about that um, that thoughtfulness piece. Um, Find a non-monetary way to give back this holiday season, whether it's volunteering your time, uh, being part of some sort of project or cause. Um, and we got the uh, Vet Wad coming up. You know, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Because I don't think we've covered, we've covered that at all. So that's our call to action. We're, we're, we're shooting our call to action outside the United States this time. America, you guys are, you're, are doing solid. Well, actually, Canada, you know, or North America. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, tag us in one of our social media chains and tell us, who you are, uh, where you're from, and how you found our show. Yeah, that's interesting. I yeah, that'd be really cool to know because we don't know how, we you, don't found know us. how you found us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings this week's episode to a close. Just a quick reminder, we will um, not have shows on the 21st and the 1st uh, when it comes to the end of the year, and we will be back on January 8th. Um, dropping knowledge bombs. Dropping knowledge bombs. If we're still in existence. <laughs> most, most undetermined. I'm waiting on my contract. What do you need? <laughs> It's in the contract. Talk to my agent. Who's your agent? <laughs> Who's that guy that's ruining sports? Uh, Steinberg? Drew Steinberg? You're ruining the podcast, <laughs> mother effer. <laughs> I'm Mo and I'm out. Later, guys. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. say something oh I can't wait to put this in the yeah. video
didn't say anything about Tony, did we? Oh, about Tony? Went in the shirt. Oh, nope, we didn't. Crap. We, we, we playing a game? Yeah. <laughs> I have a burp. I didn't like, know what to do. I, mean, like, I have a burp like chilling, and it's like it doesn't want to It's like that out. drinking game. <laughs> oh, oh, where you do the hand Yeah. <laughs> Thumper. It was like, it was, Thumper, yeah, yeah, it was like a beer fest last God, night. I haven't played that yeah. since I was like, You're like 18. I was joking. <laughs> so, where were you going with the, with this one with the etiquette? Mm. I think there's certain gym things that, like, don't walk in front of someone that's lifting or... Mm-hmm. Um, don't have your spot on the pole break, like how that how that can turn, especially if someone's new. Uh-huh. And and like you hear they hear you say, "Oh, that's my spot." Like, it's, it's fucking eight other ones over there. Like, um, getting territorial, not a, not maliciously. Some you know some people do, but mm. but but some people uh, are kind of quirky like that. Yeah, like you know, that's my spot or that's my bar. Oh, fuck, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own shit. I remember the first time you mentioned that about someone saying that's my bar. I was like, $10 beer and a red solo cup. <laughs> that's how we roll. Is that the name of the episode? There you go. 